G'day everyone and welcome back to the Behind the Bounce podcast. This week is episode 22, the Steel Sidebottom Tribute episode. I'm joined by Dixie. Dixie, how are you? Coops, I'm very proud of you. It was your first crack at an intro tonight and uh, it was take two, but you've you've done all right. So I'm very proud of you. I'm doing well, Coops. We spoke about just before that it is bloody hot where we are. I think it was 35 today. And we mm. can't have any fans on while we're recording because we, we appreciate good audio quality. So there's no no airflow. It's bloody hot. But I'm, I'm doing all right. Coops, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. Ready to uh, ready to dive in. Pretty thorough episode, I would say, this week. Yeah. I, would, I would agree with you. Uh, we've got plenty to talk about. There's a bit of an AFLW yeah. review, as per usual. Uh, I've got a little bit to, to cover there, in and outside the world of, of AFLW, like in and around it. Uh, and then we're going to talk about some big issues such as uh, Richmond's new co-captains, uh, the Super Bowl, because that was on yesterday and we just like to compare that to Australian uh, sports for some stupid reason. Uh, and then just a couple of other issues as well and, and topics that we thought were interesting that have popped up throughout the week. Coops, did you want to jump into the AFLW review first? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, so, on the AFL is, how you going? <laughs> Typical. So, round, round six. Um, so it was a Friday night. Was it a Friday night or was it an Arvo? It was a Friday night game. Yeah. Yeah. So Geelong and Gold Coast, um, up at Metricon, I believe. It was, yeah. that way. Um, Gold Coast won by 11. Yeah, good game, Matt. Very good game. Then the, the Suns, yeah. they're climbing up the ladder keeps. They moved to, uh, to seventh with that one. A game off, off fifth. So they're playing some That's... really good footy. Uh, probably dropped a couple of games. Like they... Genuinely could be up with the with the top of the ladder, and and they've got two games in hand on on Fremantle. So I think yep. they're going to make a push for finals. They're looking really good, uh, and the Cats are are struggling a little bit at one and five, but uh, they're they're competitive, which I think is is forever good for a team. Good like to have, that. yeah, yeah. Um, first game on Saturday, Richmond and North Melbourne. North Melbourne took that one out by nineteen. Yeah, but, um, you know I can't say I watched that one, but um, <laughs> just having a look here in it. Looked pretty, pretty much North's way the whole way. Yeah, oh, they're they're a good team, North. They're just mm. so solid stars across every line. Uh, Riddell, who they brought in through the draft, she's an absolute star. Forty three inside fifties, though. That's yeah. <laughs> they just they just had it at will. Um, it was yeah. just unfortunate. I think the Tigers they're quite a defensive team anyway. Yeah. So uh, a bit like Sydney in the AFL uh, men's competition, they're just able, like they will obviously concede a lot of inside fifties, but they're very good at not letting North or whoever they're playing score from score, them. Score, yeah. Uh, and yeah. then they try and counter attack, which obviously didn't work for them, unfortunately. But North keeping uh, in touch with the top two, and uh, yeah. they they move to five and one as well. Yeah, no, it's good to see um, North. North are probably a, a good, like a, you know, they're they're a chance. They are a chance, yeah. And they obviously Absolutely. they knocked off the Dockers as well. So they've got that. Moving on to the second game of Saturday, the D's absolutely belted the Giants by 37. Yeah, the poor Giants are, are struggling, aren't they, Coops? I think it's their second game, their second loss, where they've only cons- they've only scored a goal. Yeah. That's real bad. Um, so they've got some attacking issues there. The D's... They didn't again, score. Like, the yeah... D's are a good side, though. They'll, they'll go deep into finals. Probably a, a, a good chance at the old, uh, the, old the, the Premiership Cup there. So Didn't score on the fourth quarter. That's, yeah. Bit, bit to work on there. <laughs> yeah, just, just a little bit, Coops. <laughs> uh, and then we got the last Saturday game, which was the Dockers and Carlton, similar to the D's game. 3-0-1 by 42. 
Yeah, it's it's a really um, they, was they that their first well. game back at home, Dukes? Uh, for them, yeah, yeah. And we'll get yeah. to the Eagles game in a minute. I think that, um, yeah, them being home, refreshed. Obviously, they wanted to get out to a good start after coming off their first loss last week. Uh, they jumped back onto the top of the ladder, which we'll get to in uh, in a couple of minutes' time. But, yeah, they're looking really good. Uh, best attacking team in the competition for mine. Obviously, they've got a percentage of, of 200, so they're able to score pretty heavily and not. Yeah. Uh, and they don't concede a lot, so I think yeah. they'll they'll be really looking to relish in the second half of the the season because, well, in the last couple of games that is uh, because they're back at home, uh, a little bit revitalised, coming off a loss, a little bit more to prove, and I think that they'll start to launch their uh, attack for finals, Coops. Yeah, absolutely. Um, On to the Sunday games, I believe, with the Saints and the Lions. Uh, that was a pretty close round, because you guys had them in the first half, and then it looks like after that they sort of took over. Yeah, um, I think a little bit of inaccuracy killed the Lions. Obviously, three yeah. thirteen, it was a final result. But I mean, yeah. they're a team that obviously they made the grand final last year. They're sitting at four and one. You know, they're fifth at the moment. They're a good side. Uh, I think inaccuracy. You only lost them by um, by five. You, you did well, and I think their inaccuracy helped you guys a lot. Yeah, oh, for sure, it always does. Yeah. It was just unfortunate we weren't able to. Mm. To stand up in pivotal moments, but that's the you know you'd sort of expect that from a team that's you know lost five on the trot and doesn't have a midfield. So I mean, improving every game, which is all you can sort of ask from a from a team like that for sure. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, West Coast and Collingwood. West Coast first game back up um, over in Perth. Um, Collingwood took that one out by twenty four. Back on the winners list, they are, and our our girl Chloe Malloy kicked two, I think. Kicked two and had 19 disposals, so a really good game from her. And uh, right, Colin, uh, they're sitting sixth, four and two. They've got, uh, they've got, they've got a sniffy coops. I think they're not going too badly. Mm, who have they got leading up? No. Uh, I think that they've got. I know their West Coast game got cancelled. They got North Melbourne on Sunday, uh, so Ooh. that's a huge game. Yeah. Big fight. Uh, yeah, correct. It'll be a good game, I think. No, I, uh, I could agree more. Yeah, and then the last the last game of the round, um, Adelaide and the Doggies. The Doggies won by one point. Yeah, they um, did. In the end. Too. I would like so, to make a formal apology to the Adelaide women's team. Uh, I'll take full responsibility for that loss. If you were following our socials or if you listened to the podcast in the last week, you will have heard that I called, uh, went the early crow, literally, and uh, said that the Crows would win the flag this year. And uh, <laughs> they've come out the next weekend and lost. Uh, for the I first think the inaccuracy killed them. Um, you know, very similar. Um, but yeah, the inaccuracy like seven six. Um, but yeah, no, Ducey, that's your fault, mate. So yeah, no, that happen again. I'll um, cop that. It's pretty tight though, Coops. Like you look at the old ladder, and you've got five teams on one loss. There's games in hand are plenty. The, I think like Fremantle are obviously in a good spot percentage wise. Um, but they don't have a game in hand, whereas second, third, and fourth have one game in hand, and the Lions, who are sitting fifth, have two games in hand. So it's going to get real spicy towards yeah. the, end the end of the season, and I'm looking forward to it, Coops. Yeah, no, it'll be good. Um, you're right. I'm, I could probably couldn't agree. Couldn't agree more. I'm looking forward to it too. Yeah, yeah no, good. It, uh, good end to the season, I think. Yeah, it will. It's, it's sort of at sort of times like this. Uh, without going into Foo Fighters lyrics, that you wish that it just got extended by another month. Like, you look at that and it's like, if we had an AFL competition where you had the top five teams on one loss, 
you know, genuinely every game, you know, has a chance to either knock you in or out of that double chance sort of scenario. Yeah. I want it to keep going. Like, don't, what, why does it have to stop in like <laughs> three weeks time? Like it'll finish at the end of September, uh, end of February. Like yeah. extend it for another month. They're playing good footy. The weather's great. Uh, like obviously yeah. as, as the men's competition gets closer, the excitement for footy gets a little bit more. Uh, yeah. So people sort of want to, want to jump out and watch the footy and they want to kick the footy and people are talking about footy. It's on the back of the papers. Like, can yeah. we just extend it, please? I'm sure it's coming next year because I think we've got another two or three teams to come in. Uh, so yeah. that'll be fine. But oh, be geez, I, I just wish it was it was extended down. It's the same with the, the A-League women's as well. Like, I think they've yeah. got five weeks left after this week. But yeah, Melbourne victory belted in five and they're looking on fire. And then you had a 10-goal game between Adelaide and Brisbane. Like, why does this thing have to stop? We need to extend the competitions, please and thanks, just for the for the viewing parties of Australia. <laughs> uh, no, no, I think you're right. Like, it, it goes for 11 rounds. I, I hope it does next year um, extend out a little bit. I think that'll be good. Like, obviously, last year it only went to round nine and finals. year before was round, like six rounds. Like, it's it's getting bigger and bigger. Um, it is. And then yeah, I can't see any more because the app's just forced closed. But anyway, <laughs> nah, I see, I see where you're coming from, Coops. Like, and obviously it's not going to be a, be yeah. a quick fix. Like, you have to, you have to give these things time. If they had the amount of money where they could uh, force eighteen or twenty rounds straight away, they would have. But I mean, these things will take time. It's not so much what the players can do. I think it's what the competition can do. Yeah, and, uh, obviously they're not able to uh, afford those sort of events. Like, even the, the A-League is struggling. Like, Wellington Phoenix played Melbourne Victory the other day and they couldn't have any fans just because they couldn't secure a, a commercial partner to pay for the stadium. Yeah. So, like, sport in Australia, it does ebb and flow and, and obviously I think it's better to take a safe and, and cautious approach rather than throw the kitchen sink at something and, and yeah. you know, shit the bed later on. Yeah, no, absolutely. We'll give a quick quick little fixture. We don't really do the tips for the AFL-W um, just because the games are usually on at, at rather terrible times. For us, obviously, Coops is... Oh, I play lawn bowls when the majority of the fixtures are on and and yeah. um, and Coops is, is usually busy. Uh, so we, we'll jump into the fixtures anyway. On uh, Saturday, we've got uh, the Giants and the Crows. Uh, is that in Sydney, Coops? I think it should be. Uh, my, my, uh... my app's done the same. <laughs> Yeah, you missed the Friday game. Uh, is there a Friday game? Postponed. Yeah, well, unless it's been postponed, and I don't know about it. I think it... What's the Friday game, Coops? We'll go off your... Doggies and the Cats. Yeah, Doggies right. Doggies and okay. the Cats. They might have been. At uh, VU Whitnoble. So, um, and then, yeah, you're right with the Giants and the Crows um, on Saturday. Um, and then Carlton and St Kilda, also on Saturday, 5-10. All right, That's time. time. I like that. Yeah, and then Saturday, moving into the uh, like the the night um, night game, Eagles and well, not night over there probably, um, Eagles and the Tigers. Yeah, um, and then Sunday games, we've got the North and Collingwood. Yeah, at three ten in Hobart, North Hobart Oval. That's in Hobart. Cool. That's a bluff. Um, <laughs> but and then on Monday we've got the Lions and the Dees. Yeah, that's a ripping game. There's a couple of really good fixtures there. Um, yeah. You would expect North and Collingwood to be a, a sellout, and I like that that's prime time. Uh, and then the Monday night game is really interesting as well. That'll be a top four game. 
And yep. then uh, we'll see if Adelaide can bounce back on, on Saturday. And then one for the bottom dwellers, you've got Carlton and St Kilda, who are sitting mm. last and second last, respectively, who are both really, really struggling. So even that, that you know, poises to be a good game as well. Yeah. Uh, two teams with nothing to lose, we'll see what they can come up with. Mm. Yeah, no, I oh, think... no, that's bullshit. I've just seen on ESPN, Tony White's caught the one-match ban. I'm not happy with that. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Hang yeah. on. Dangerous What's tackle. Before? Hang on. Uh, da- dangerous tackle. Hang on. We'll uh we'll cop it. If it if it loads, I'll um we've got an ad. Hang on. No, move on, Coops. Yeah, no worries. Um what did you want to go there, Dixie? There's no real um chronological order there um of the <laughs> Oh, I've just seen that. I've looked at that three times and didn't even say. Tarnie's on the front cover. Oh, Tarns. She's caught one. Poor Tarns. We love Tarns. Uh, I reckon that we'll go to the, the second item on the agenda there. The, I've already apologised to Adelaide. Coops, you wanted to bring up, and I'll let you take the lead on this one. As Coops just plays the, the video. Coops, let us know what you think about it. I'll give my opinion while you're watching that, and you can give us the, the rundown. But then I really want you to take the take oh, the control on, the, on this topic. It's the people that are... Laugh reacting to uh, AFLW posts, Coops. Now, you yeah, took great. issue with this over the last couple of days, uh, actually yeah. this morning. Would you like oh, well, to, to to just elaborate on what you mean and then give yeah. your opinion on it, please? Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, I I noticed it last week too and honestly forgot all about it so I meant to, to say anything. Um, and then this week, scrolling through, um, I think it was the ladder, I happen to click on the comments and then click on who's reacted. And there's usually about seven or eight people that are laugh reacting to every single post. And yep. I think it is not even called for. It's, it's cringe. Get a life. Seriously. Like, it's not, it's not warranted. They're playing AFL. You're not. Uh, that, like, I, don't, I just don't get it. Uh, like, there's one. Team of the week. She's laugh reacted. What's the point? Like, what's funny? <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're playing a professional sport and you're sitting on your couch. I love that, Coops. That's that's really good from you. You get a little bit uh, emotional in the best sort of way. Like, you get a little bit right. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, but I'm glad that you went with that. No, I couldn't agree more. It's it's just completely uncalled for. I think that you can... Right, I'm going to stereotype here. I, I would imagine that the majority of the people that are laugh-reacting are going to be probably men in their 30s to 40s that have got nothing better to do with their lives than... I did see an older more. duck laugh react. <laughs> an older duck. <laughs> um, so... Uh, they might have got you know, for the for the wow reaction. Uh, <laughs> but I couldn't agree more. And it, it's just shit. Like, across all of the sports, like, even uh, to bring to bring soccer back into it as well, like, it's, it's mm. nothing... I don't know. It's just it's just everywhere, and like I don't you, mean to sound shit, but it seems to be a theme. Any women's sport, there's a laugh react there. Yeah, yeah. Well, and it'll bleed nicely into our next uh, topic as well. But you you've got to sort of think that actually before I get into that, what annoys me the most, or a good counter reaction to that, is it happened to Zim a couple of times over the last um, few years or so. If ever she, um, you know, had a bad game for Calder, people would comment on the live stream saying, you know, Zimmerman's shit and whatever. And it used yeah. to really get to her. But Angie, another friend of the pod, uh, she was just like, well, just look at it this way of you're choosing to sit down, watch my game, go onto my page and then comment. Like, it's like you've obviously, you're the one with the problem yeah. because you're that obsessed Absolutely. with what I'm doing. You know, just, just sort of forget about it. I know it's easier said than done and, 
Yeah. Um, especially these days, you can't really escape it. But it yeah. sort of it bleeds in nicely into our next uh, sort of topic that I want to bring up that's not on the agenda. But these people, especially the women, they're not doing it full time. You know, they have to yeah. go to work, do the nine to five, trainings at six, go home and do it all again. Like they're not mm. like the men who train at 10 and then train at four and they do it seven days a week for, yeah. you know, 52 weeks. You know, they're not able to put in the, the time. If they put in the time, I'm sure that the skills and the performances and whatever would be better. But they're yeah. just not able to do that yet. And I think that that's a perfect – or the perfect embodiment of that yet, uh, was yesterday I saw a news video come up uh, from 10 News Adelaide. There was a lady that plays for Adelaide United in the soccer, uh, Fiona yeah. Wirtz. She kicked – or she scored five goals uh, in the 8-2 win over Brisbane, tied the record for the most uh, goals scored in a, in a game by one player. And yep. then they had a video of her going, but her celebration short-lived because she had to get on a plane and go and work at McDonald's the next morning. And it's like, yeah. I can understand that they want that article to, or, you know, that new story to be uh, heartwarming and wholesome. And it's like, oh, she's just like one of us. I think that that's shit, to be honest. Imagine what she could be doing if she was if she was playing seven days a week and getting to train, you know, like... That's she's, it, yeah. She's scoring five goals and she's then going and, and pouring coke and giving it to people in the drive through Like, that is just ridiculous. Uh, mm. The story completely missed its mark. And if that's not a call to fund women's sport in particular properly, I don't know what is. And it's the same with, you know, with that. Like, um, if they were able to, to do it, the laugh reactions would stop, I think, Coops. Yeah. No, I, I agree, Dipsy. You're right with, you know, most of them do have jobs um, that are, like, their, their sport is not their job. Um, so, yeah, no, I agree. Um, that's a good point you raised there. It's a bit of a surprise topic, but I agree with that. No, I just thought that the, that, that story was just ridiculous. Like, I can mm. understand the angle they were coming from of, a, oh, she's relatable, you know, oh, you know, blah, blah, blah. But it just completely missed the mark. It makes them look stupid. If you look at yeah. the quote tweets and stuff on that, it's just everybody just saying, this is ridiculous, they need to professionalise, um, you know, well, the A-League women's for one, but I think that that goes into to the AFLW as well. You could probably go NBL1 as well, which is the Women's National Basketball Comp. Um, mm. I think the only one that would be nearly professional would be the Super Netball Coops, uh, the one with the yeah. GWS and the Vixens and whatever, just because that's mainly their teams anyway. It's just a short little summer tournament. Uh, you yeah. can say the WBBL as well. They could probably uh, do a little bit more money in that, but they're getting there a lot quicker because they've got runs on the board, no pun intended. <laughs> oh, dear. Um, <laughs> which um, which topic was next, Dixie? Uh, I want to skip over fixture crunches because we sort of spoke about them extending the season. And I think that if they were to extend the season, they could do without crunching the fixture like they've done in every single code. Did you want to go on to paying for sport, Coops? You took issue with a message that I said sent the other day about uh, you having <laughs> to pay $8 to watch the soccer. <laughs> yeah, correct. Like, we'll... Is the international cricket not on free-to-air TV? Not the one-dayers and the T20s, no. That's rubbish. It used to be, and then uh, Foxtel got greedy. Yeah, no, that's rubbish. That would that would get viewers. It would, yeah. Like it's it's a T20 game. 
best of the best of the best. All the BBL good players combined. It's the best of the best. So and it's a midweek, like it's a midweek thing as well. Like yeah, I think they they played one game Monday night. They're playing uh, Sunday night. They're playing one game tonight. Like it's Coots. I think I've just had a bit of a, a bit of a brainwave. Do you think that it's not so much paying for sport? Do you think it's the amount we have to pay for sport? So if you took it, yeah, sort of like if you broke it down. Like the amount, so you pay you pay KO to watch the AFL. There's twenty five bucks a month, and then you've got to go and pay Paramount Plus to watch the W League. Yep, there's is another. That, is that sort of where you're heading? Yeah, there's another eight bucks plus. Yeah. Then, uh, say you've got Foxtel as well oh, to yeah. watch everything else. There's another. I think that that package by itself seventeen bucks a month. So there's what? Yeah, fifty it's bucks prob- a month. Yeah, we probably worded it the wrong way. I think that's plus that's then, more. You're free to wear. Do you think that? Oh, obviously, free to wear is free to wear. But you paid money for your TV, of course. <laughs> but yeah, no, I think I think that's a better way to put it. Yeah, absolutely. You pay for KO, and you can't watch. You can watch nearly everything there, but there's things you can't because Foxtel want their money for yeah. their sports. I think no. I think that's a better way to put it. Yeah, yeah. No, absolutely. Plus, then I guess you've also got you know, say you're a combat sports fan or whatever. You've got main event where you have to pay uh, for for pay per views. Plus, every band and their dogs have got Netflix and and whatever, um, and Stan. Yeah, Stan have got Stan Sports now. They like that's a new streaming service. Plus, there's Optus Sport, uh, Amazon Prime, and now doing stuff as well overseas. I don't think it'll be too long until until they come into Australia with with what they're trying to do. Like it's just it does get excessive. I think Coops, and I, I think that that's a great point. I think they're hopefully. We get to the point where, especially the broadcasters, can get on the one network, uh, and I think that that's going to be driven by KO. They need to try and sign as much as they can, so people can can watch as much as they can. Uh, and that'll, yeah, that'll absolutely. Be and like, I try to watch, you know, just curious on the Shane Warne doco, and you pay for Prime to watch that. You can't, you know. I I couldn't agree more, Coops. And uh, and and I like that little winch because look, we started off a bit nowhere, up shit creek without a paddle. We spoke about it a bit, and we come to a really good conclusion that Ko needs to get their shit together and give us something that we can all watch. Correct. Uh, there's been a couple of injuries, Coops. Ben King did his ACL. Big sad. Shit. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not happy with that. Although I sort of am because I'm hoping he gets homesick this year and uh, wants to come back to the Saints in 2023. That's my. That's my goal. It seems bad, but it's likely to happen because he can't focus on footy. So he's Correct. he's got those sort of things in the back of his mind, and he's out of contract. Oh, Saints Next could be flag Saints. Flag Saints, uh, I agree with that. And uh, Sam Walsh, after signing a four-year contract extension last week, has done a little bit of an ankle injury. He's got the syndesmosis, the the dreaded Gerald Healy syndesmosis, and. Uh, He'll miss the start of the season, Coops. That is a tragedy, in my opinion. I hate it when good players get injured. Mm, absolutely. Uh, it's the same, same with Ben King as well. Blue Baggers fans, look away. He's, he's Brownlow he's brown tilts off to a shit start. Poor Sammy Welsh. I think he's going to win the Brownlow this year, but he's done himself some uh, some dis- a disservice with doing his ankle. But hopefully it won't be too long. Uh, and I hope that that's, sort of, that's a one-and-done sort of thing because the syndesmosis especially can... It can start off as a four-weeker and turn to an eight-weeker very quickly. Uh, we saw yeah. it with, with Wingard. And it was about 700 players last year, to be honest. They'd start it. Oh, yeah, they're off to a good recovery. And then, you know, they tweak it again and they're out from, you know, it's extended. So hopefully he gets through his recovery okay. And we can see him back on the park 
soon enough. Uh, there was a Cody Waitman article, which I think is also, I probably should have brought up in the laugh reacting to AFLW posts, to be honest. Uh, I'm not sure if you read it, Coops, you probably didn't, but there was they did an interview on him uh, just about the Essendon final game. Uh, so yeah. if you didn't watch that, he was subjected, I think he kicked, what, five? Did he, Coops? Mm-hmm. In the Essendon? Yeah, in the elimination yeah, final. Yeah. In home and four were, were caused by free kicks, and he copped an absolute shellacking on social media. Yeah. Uh, and they just interviewed him about that, and he said that it didn't really worry him that much and uh, that he throws his phone away, basically. Uh, he just turns it off and doesn't worry about it. And I just thought that was that That's was great. Cool. Like, the article... Yeah. Like, I couldn't, I couldn't imagine just the amount of... Um, all these social medias would just fill up with absolute rubbish. Yeah. I think I think so. Forty as well. year old but, blokes sitting on the couch. Oh, it's Dan Cody Waitman. He's nineteen. Let's give him some shit. Yeah, whatever it is. But um, That's yeah, no, he's he's not nineteen, twenty, same age as me. But um, oh, I think it was really good. Like the whole the whole thing, the article was just like how he just learns just to get away from footy, and that he, you know, if his phone is getting if it's getting a little bit, you know, too hot to handle, he'll he'll turn it off and he'll uninstall his social medias and. Uh, That's good. After every yeah. after every season in the off season, he'll go camping, uh, and he'll yep. just take he'll delete every app off his phone except for for um, text messages and the obviously the phone, yep. and he'll just go and camp for a couple of weeks just off the grid, and just gets back in in touch with his mind all that sort of stuff. And I just think that that's incredible for a for a nineteen year old yeah. in this day and age, especially where it's so easy to get lost in fame and followers and. And whatever, especially with him, like, uh, yeah, he's got everything that a star AFL player needs at the moment. He's got the look, he's got the personality, he's got the confidence, he's got the swagger. He's playing in a successful team, you yeah. know, doing good things within the game. Plus, he's got a presence on social media. Like, you look at what happened to Bailey Smith, unfortunately, having to take a break from the game. And I think that yeah. that was caused by the exact same thing. So, for a player to either learn from... Baz Lenker's experiences and take a step back or just take it upon himself to know when things are getting a little bit too much and just to to take a break uh, without that's letting good. the world know. I think that that's awesome. Uh, so he's yeah. got a fan, fan in us, Cody Waitman, I think. Um, just, a, just a quick one. Um, we got a shout-out for someone. We do. I was thinking the same thing. I'd, I'd love to give a shout-out to, uh, to, to Boydie, to Mark. He's been a, a great listener of the, the pod for... A number of a number of weeks now. Uh, we are so sorry that you have to deal with Cam on a regular basis. Uh, we can't do anything about that, unfortunately, and and we have tried to, to to have a word with him to leave you alone, but he's not going to. Uh, but yeah, no, we'd like to thank you for listening, and uh, if you'd like to jump on the pod, you're always welcome because we need guests. Yeah, <laughs> we do appreciate it. Oh, I'll get back on track. Um, <laughs> apologies for we forgot that um, at the, the past start. So I hope six weeks we've forgotten yeah, that well. as well. <laughs> Hopefully you listen this long and you can hear it. We agree. I agree. Coops, we're going to screw the Melbourne thing off. I was just going to talk about how the Melbourne thing went nuts with everybody trying to out Melbourne for being a good football club. And I've just had enough of that. So we're going to move on from that. Richmond have named co-captains for the first time in their club's history with young Frank Dylan Grimes. And uh, who's the other one? Big Tank. Nank. Nank. They're going to co-captain, which I think is good. Yeah. I think you've made yeah. That's probably the right choice. You think like they're they're the most senior level headed, probably level headed. Um, but like how old's Nank? Like 
think he's like 32 or something. He's either yeah. 32 years old or he's going to surprise us and only be like 25. Ruckman seem to do that, where they look like they're 700 years old because they're as tall as a tree and then uh, they're only like 25. So I think it's a, I think it's a good choice. Obviously, a lot of people could be like, oh, where's, where's Dusty? 27. 27. Jesus Christ, that's still so young. Uh, <laughs> no, he's got a few more years in him. I, I take that back. I think I think that's a good choice. Um, I think those boys will do well alongside. Yeah. Who's their captain? Well, they, like, those are the captains, those two no, together. Yeah, co-captains, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's um, good. But there's so many leaders in that in that team. Like, obviously, I feel yeah. like a lot, of, a lot of nuffies in the comments or whatever were going, oh, it should have been Dustin Martin. Should have been Jack Rewell. Should have been Tom Lynch. One, keep Dustin Martin as far away from the captaincy as you can, please and thanks, because players like that should not have to undertake leadership roles. It just does not work. It takes away from them playing the game. Uh, it was the same with um, Ben Cousins, for example. You just can't... And Jake Stringer as well. Just don't give your X-Factor players yeah. roles because it just doesn't work. Uh, yeah. and, to, uh, and same with Tom Lynch. He's just a slog. In my opinion, uh, and you could do the same thing. Like again, X, X Factor player, and uh, Jack Rewalt's too old, so don't even bother. But there's so many leaders in that team still. Like you've got Shane Edwards, Trent Cotchin's obviously not going anywhere. Dustin Martin's obviously quite influential. Um, plus, yeah. see Tom Lynch. I guess you could throw him in the leadership group. Um, it'll be interesting to see how they go without Hooley and uh, Asprey this year. But I think yeah. that there's still enough back there. Obviously, Grimes will take that on a little bit more so because. His defence is quite young, and I think that they're going to try and follow the Melbourne line down with the Ruckman as the captain, just to have that leadership in and around the ball at all times. Yeah, it's good. Like as we, we I think we touched on it the other week when we were talking about Darcy Moore and that sort of thing. Um, you don't want, you know, your captain in the back line because yeah. it's it's hard to get orders too. Um, but we sort of did cover that there was senior players who could could assist where needed. But yeah, no, I think you're right. Yeah. Nank will be be there to help as well. That's good. I think it's. I think I like it. I like it from Richmond more. Just like the the co captain thing. Obviously, the Saints have done it. Uh, the Dockers did it. I mean, uh, did the Dockers do it? I think that they got close. I think they were thinking about it. But like, there's a lot of teams that have done it. And uh, I think Richmond are just looking for a bit of change. Obviously, last year didn't go the way they they planned it, and uh, they've got yeah. to from somewhere. If it starts on field, then um, then that's probably best. And uh, and if you know you'd rather try it not work, but at least you tried it, then yeah. don't try it and and have needed to have done it. So I think uh, I think it'll be good. No, I could not agree more, Dixie. I think the only thing left is the Super Bowl. Yeah, am I correct? <laughs> With this stupid comparison, like we do every year, Coops. <laughs> <laughs> how can we get how can we get the AFL to be more like the Super Bowl? Well, the simple answer is you can't. And yep. uh, we should just like both for what they are. I think that the only only thing that you could probably do is to try and up the up the half time show, but we don't have that much money in Australia, so we can't do shit with that. I will say the one thing that I do prefer the AFL though is the end of the game. That final yes. siren going at the end of the game is incredible. It's probably the best feeling I think a footy fan has all year, regardless of whether the starting the end, the end of the day was good enough. I can't imagine what grand final day would be like. But, like, if you're – even, like, you just get, like, whenever the final sign goes on grand final day, geez, do I get goosebumps. Like, the crowd roars. Mm. 
Obviously, this like that's quite significant. Yeah, the players. An intense game, it's good, but like when Richmond flogged GWS, like the emotions are still there. But um, I think a close game makes like picks up the crowd a lot more. Yeah, agreed. Like I think in the third quarter, they're like, "Oh, well, we've we've won." So yeah, but but yeah, no, I think a close game, even any grand final, to, um, you know, it, it would be good. I think no. you're right with the crowd too. It's good. But- like yesterday, the NFL, right, there was, and I'm not going to try and uh, make, there's a big play with about 50 seconds to go or whatever, and that sort of gave the Rams the win. And yes. they celebrated more for that than when, you know, but there was no final siren because they just did a kneel and they just took the time off the clock. But it was just so deflating. Like, it was like there yeah. needs to be a, a big thing to signify the end of the game. Yeah. Um. But look, like, I don't know. I I just I hate the comparison. I thought I'd bring it on because the halftime show was was sick. Geez, the voice went again. <laughs> <laughs> the halftime show was electric. Do the NFL do like what the AFL do and just drink the night away, like with oh. the with the bands and stuff? Oh, I would they probably do so. more, but no, 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 no. At the no, ground and like, on the ground. No, nah, I feel like they go straight to the casino coops and blow all the money that they've just earned. Yeah, I don't no, think. I like- I mean the halftime show, yeah, like that was that was good, and to be at one of those would be would be sick, but it's not going to happen in Australia. And no, it there. and I think I think that the comparison just has to stop. Like I think we'd all love it to be yeah. to be similar. I think that we'd like Australia to grow a little bit closer to America, just in terms of the quality of sports all round, in terms of production, broadcast, money, yeah, how much money we're playing, uh, paying our players, you know. Um, game quality, obviously crowd levels, blah, blah, blah. But it's just not going to get there. Um, so it's just one of those ones I think we can just uh, all sit and dream about. But it shouldn't yeah. uh, take away from the spectacle that was the halftime show yesterday because I'm not sure about you, Coops, but that took me back to, to the mid-2000s. I loved it. And, uh, I watched it on the um, on like replay, and I, I think I watched it like twice. And it, it was good to even watch. Like, yeah. I think they, the NFL pulled through there. They come to play. <laughs> yeah, they did. Oh Christ! I'd hate to be one of the setup crew. Like they put up a time lapse, and just like Jesus. Imagine if you were the person that got it wrong yeah. completely. Like time pressure and all that sort of shit. Jesus Christ! They don't get paid enough. Yeah. But uh, I'm looking. I'm looking forward to seeing what like the AFL. They try every year, and I think that they're getting closer. Like they're just trying yeah. different things. Like they add in uh, shit before every game now. Just about every sort of themed around. Obviously, the Anzac Day thing is incredible. I don't think that can be compared to anything in, in world sport. Uh, there's obviously yeah. the Welcome to Country before uh, every Indigenous game. Dreamtime at the yeah. G is getting bigger every year. Obviously, freeze, big freeze at the G. Uh, mm. Hopefully, that keeps getting bigger as well. Um, yeah. And I think that, that, yeah, it's just a shame that we have the overbearing um, comparison to the NFL and, and, and all that sort of stuff because all of those things that I just mentioned, they should be celebrated as for what they are. Uh, because yeah. they're they're indictments to Australian sport, whereas the Super Bowl halftime show is an indictment to world sport. And if we think we're going to get close to that, uh, we're not. Whereas the big freeze at the G should be celebrated hugely every year because I think that that is personally the closest that, that we'll ever get um, to, to stuff like that, as, as well as the Anzac Day and the all that other stuff. But if you're looking for the grand final to be anywhere close, you're not going to get it. Yeah, no. Absolutely, but I think the environment at those those themed thing themed ground, as you said, were is 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 very good. I think I like it. Yeah, I think it's it's sick, and, and they're trying to they're trying to do it 
you know, better every year. Obviously, hopefully, um, I think that they were talking about if they haven't already, I think they did a Pride March as well. Yeah, uh, before the Pride the Pride uh, game, which I think is awesome. And they were trying to, you know, there's so much they can do. Like you look at, like obviously they got the Good Friday appeal, you got the kick for the kids, and yeah, all that sort of stuff. Any other themed grounds that I'm missing there, Coops? Um, we already touched on, you know, the Indigenous one. There's the Pride round in the Saints and who else was it? Sydney. Yeah, that's the one. Um, yeah, so you, Heritage round is always good. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. But yeah, I. All I wanted to say was just stop comparing it because it's not going to be the same. <laughs> that, that was it. <laughs> TED Talk over. Yeah, that's that's my that's my. Yeah. Well, I think that's um, that sort of does it there, Duke. See, trying to turn the fans back on, I reckon. Yeah, it's really hot here. <laughs> <laughs> um, now we thank everybody for listening. Hopefully, you enjoyed. Uh, if you've got any opinions or comments or whatever, um, hit us up on our on our Instagrams and. Uh... <laughs> We'll uh, we'll catch you all uh, same time, same place, same channel next week.